Hey everyone, I'm Maureen. And I'm Bray. And welcome to the Out of Your League podcast. The podcast for those who think talking about sports is out of their league. Each week, we are here to give you the basics about what is going on in the sports world. And teach you a phrase or rule to boost your sports IQ. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Out of Your League podcast. So excited to be back from vacation to chat with everyone about what's going on in the sports world. Bree, did you miss me? So much. Like this podcast is not the same without you. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> like there, it's so difficult to just talk into thin air with a no one talking back to you about anything and like you are the expert on a lot of things. So having to carry the show by myself last week was difficult. I'm very glad to have you back. Uh, apologies for my absence, but thank you so much for keeping the show running. You know, the show must go on while I sat in sunny Florida. <laughs> I could not bring my mic, everyone. As I had said, my suitcase is very heavy. To be honest, I blame away suitcase because they make the suitcase mm. big enough to fit a lot of stuff. And then you fill it up and it fits nicely, but then it's overweight. We were at exactly 50 pounds. Um, Yes. And then somehow we were, I think we were exactly at 50 on the way back to my cousins was like 52. Yikes. Yeah. Thankfully my microphone is tiny. It's like compatible and it curls up in like a little ball. So I stuffed it in my bag because I'm home in New York now going to the Mets game tomorrow almost didn't get to go but we solved the problem and I will be going to an actual in-person game tomorrow very excited so excited Um, for you thank you I truly can't wait to be at City Field tomorrow like doesn't feel real I look back to try to get Yankee tickets and they're just you just can't do it well I'll be there I'm glad I get to see you this weekend and I'm glad you get to go to an in-person sporting event or living everyone's dreams. So everyone can live vicariously through you at your sporting event. Very exciting. Um, Which kind of brings me to one of the stories I think I want to talk about first, which is that the NBA is expecting a full arena for the 2021, 2022 season. So, so cool. I don't know. Like I, to picture that being reality by the end of this year. It is very cool, but I have to say it's, it's a little creepy what they're trying to do with the technology. It's great because it's going to be safe and it's going to happen, but it's a little weird. So they are looking to partner with the airport screening company clear that could provide the COVID screening technology at all the home venues around all the leagues. Everyone would have to create an account and then you'd have to upload like COVID results or vaccine information. And then you would upload a photo. And then when you get to the arena, you'd have to take a photo at a kiosk. So it verifies your identity and like checks that you have all of the tests and or vaccines in place. So you can Uh enter And then you'd have to get your temperature taken. Very interesting. Um, and if they don't decide to do that, um, mm-hmm. they also may have sections dedicated just for fully vaccinated fans. Okay. So it's interesting. But I think the clear system is crazy. It's that just weird wild. to elect 
electronicize is not a word. What's the word? Like make digitize. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I literally say digitize all the time. I work in digital marketing. I say, we're going to digitize it. How did I not, how did I not come with that word right the now? The work portion of your brain is turned off. It's fine. <laughs> we're going digit- to digitize health is obviously becoming so frequent, but in right. like a casual setting, like going to a sporting game, I find is a little odd. Like, obviously they're not going to release private health information, only COVID information, but I find it just becoming very, like almost it's like, like a, a utopia. That's, that's not, it feels like a movie. You have to go in and your health verifications to yeah. get into an arena. It sounds like a movie. Yeah, it sounds like something you would see in like a sci-fi movie in a time I would have thought like the year 3000, you know. This into the year 3000. To quote some Jonas Brothers. Um, That's weird. And like to have that information readily available for you would seem like a little too futuristic. Um, I'm kind like I've always, I've had this mindset of like, I'll do whatever it takes to start getting things back to normal. Like I have my vaccine schedule for next week like I'm ready to to do the things necessary but that does seem a little a little wild but I mean seems a little weird but I mean a lot of arenas are still opening fans like you can go to then you can go to a Knicks game you can go to a Nets game um I think everyone saw for college basketball there was fans in the stands not a lot the student section looked so sad at the basketball games like they're just all cardboard cutouts with like a few random people in person which I don't know how they got there but just a couple of bopping heads among a sea yeah. of cardboard boxes I mean with that said we had a March Madness season we did it was incredible it was this great past weekend was wild for basketball like the wild. games were just chef's kiss amazing yeah I would say like 75% of the games were chef's kiss. Some of them were just didn't think it was going to happen like that. Yeah. I like, mean, let's that, talk about the final four for just like yes. a quick second. Gonzaga, UCLA, UCLA, overtime, buzzer beater win. Jaw dropping. Wow. Amazing. It was awesome too. I always talk about how like I love when I'm home and I can like watch the game with my family and it's like so cool. So my dad and I were watching and it was getting to a point where I was like, oh, I kind of want to go to bed. And then it went into overtime. I couldn't look away. I was falling asleep, but I had to stay awake. Had to. But then the earlier game, you had Baylor against Houston and Houston. Baylor just whipped their ass. Oops. Houston could not hit a shot to save their life. No. So I, that's why I'm saying like 75% of the games were good, yeah. but yeah, I think it was weird. I think the whole season was a little bit weird with COVID. I think it was hard to judge some teams. Yeah. And I do think it definitely impacted the season, but I was happy to have it regardless. Um, I still think the way it ended was not impacted by COVID. I thought no. from the very beginning we were going to see Baylor and Gonzaga in the finals. I had Baylor winning in some of my brackets, not the one that we did with our friends. Clearly, I had Illinois that went, went on very south. Oof. Um but the one that I did with over 200 people from my town, I came in sixth. Wow, that's pretty impressive. I know. I actually had no I had no idea. At one point, I was 147th. And somehow, I crept my way up to sixth. 
That's, that's what, see, I had the one with our friends, which I would just like to point out. Everyone knew how poorly I did when it came to predicting the NFL playoffs. However, with March Madness, I won the bracket. Brie did win the bracket. I, I always, oops, actually, I can't say that you were betting. I don't owe you money because we did definitely did we didn't not bet. do that. We did not bet. <laughs> Never. <laughs> we did not do that. Um, um, but with but 40 yeah. people, I came in 23rd out of 40. So it's like, you, you really don't know. Yeah, we tried to sh- I tried to shake up my brackets and, you know, it, it helped me in some aspects and yeah. in others. <laughs> um, but even though I came in six out of over 200, it was impressive, but it won me absolutely nothing. So I wish I did better. Oh. But here we are. I still think we ended. We ended with the overall number one, one team undefeated yep. in the final championship game against Baylor, who was an extremely impressive team. We talked about them over and over again this season. Yep. And they just completely blew our minds. And I'm sure everyone, it's old news at this point now that we're talking about it. So we don't need to go into details, but absolute beasts. Phenomenal. Yeah. They just showed, they showed up for that last game and Gonzaga was trailing the entire game, which I was not expecting. Trailing Gonzaga can't shoot threes. They're inside shooters. Baylor's defense was absolutely insane. Wild animals just grabbing everything, forcing turnovers, steals, blocks. Um, the Zags couldn't shoot and they got shut down. And it was wild. I still think it was a really good game, though. Like that was a oh, game yeah. where even though Baylor kept being up by so much, I was still like on the edge of my seat the whole time. Like, because it was just so much talent out there on the court. I still think it was really impressive to watch. Definitely. I, I was ready to see, like, I, you never really knew if Gonzaga was going to turn things around and come back. I know, I was waiting for it. So like, it still was a very entertaining game. Um, and a great way, honestly, I thought to end March Madness, you had number one seed against a number one seed, you know, my mom went to sleep with like 10 minutes left and she goes, wake me up. If, if Gonzaga comes back, (laughs) I was like, I will, I will. Cause I was just imagining like how crazy you get it. Yeah. And then I had to wake her up and she'd like run down and be like, Oh my God. I, I was I expecting, expecting it. it. Yeah. It didn't happen. But. but anyway, it was very crazy. Baylor won to win their first ever national title, which was really exciting for Baylor as a school to have a national title on their record. Um, for sure. Amazing. You know, the, the team did really amazing. There's actually some rumors that Davion Mitchell, who's one of the guards, is he's a junior, and there's rumored yeah. that he's going to hire an agent is going to declare for the NBA draft. So that was kind of blowing up. I mean, he, he well, he was named the Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year. He's clearly, you know, he crushed it during this March Madness. I'm not surprised that he's thinking that there are rumors floating around that he may you know, go for the NBA draft instead of finishing out his senior year with Baylor. Yeah. He posted on Instagram though. He said like, in regards to the, all the decisions about my future, he's going to take this week, celebrate his win, and then he's going to make some decisions. So he basically came on to say to everyone, he hasn't made any decisions yet. Um, You know, he's young, he's only 22, you know, we'll see what happens, but you know, he could definitely be a good pick. Yeah. Average. Is 14 points, 5.5 assists, um, a game, which he had like 16 overall in the whole final four, which is very impressive. I feel like people overlook assists, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. The draft is going to be virtual again this year, the NBA draft. It's going to take place July 29th. Um, So we'll have to see what happens there. 
exciting stuff. Um, and then to kind of follow up from one of our stories that I talked about, I mentioned last week. So Roy Williams had retired oh, from sad. UNC. Sad, sad day is over here in, in this household as well. Um, but they have hired his replacement, um, Hubert Davis. He is their assistant coach um, for the past nine seasons. Um, so he has been named as the next head coach. Yeah, my family, you know, huge UNC fans. My cousins were mourning, just sending videos of Roy Williams. They were so sad <laughs> about his retirement. But yeah, I think this is an interesting inside hire to, to pick up Hubert Davis. He he is a good pick because he knows UNC. Right. But people are saying this is a bad pick because he doesn't have any head coaching experience. He's okay. he played at Chapel Hill. Um, right. He had a 14-year MBA career. And then, of course, as you said, has been, you know, the assistant to Roy Williams since 2012. But he's never been a head coach. So he's getting a lot of scrutiny. But okay. if there's anyone to, you know, honor and respect and understands how UNC basketball is played and how it's unique, you know, this is right. your guy. So, you know, they had to do a quick turnaround on this for this hire. Um, but, you know, I hope he does well. Clearly, the 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 team must like him, um, which I yeah. think is the most important thing that they have someone that they respect and like to replace someone so legendary. So, you know, we, I wish him the best of luck, obviously. So we'll have to see how he does. I have this cute quote from him here. Um, I love this university. I played here. I earned my degree here. I fell in love with my wife here. I got married here. I moved here after I retired from the NBA and I've raised a family here. I'm proud to leave this team. Can't wait for what comes next. Oh, that's so cute. I didn't know that he so met his wife cute, there. Right? That's why I was like, oh my God, my heart. Like, Not the wife. Yeah, married there. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's got to be the coach now. Oh my God. We love him. <laughs> so dramatic. Like, these are the things I'm like, oh, he's never been a head coach, but he met his wife. <laughs> you would see, it's fine. A little. Funny. That's just fine. Yeah. Can he coach? No. But he, did he get married there? Yeah. So he's, he's, <laughs> yes. he's in the family. No, so but really, he's a part of their family. <laughs> he is. And very excited for the next season with him as the head coach. Absolutely. So speaking of, you know, changes happening, you know, people moving around. It was announced this past Monday, I believe it was, that Sam Darnold, the QB of the Jets, the New York Jets, was traded to the Panthers, um, which I did not see coming. I did not think that they were going to trade him. Um, but he, in return for getting Sam Darnold, they received a six-round pick in this upcoming 2021 draft and then t- a second-round and a fourth-round draft pick in next year's draft. Very interesting. Um, they have in the the... NFL draft that's coming up at on April 29th they already have the second overall pick so yeah I was just gonna say that they already have the second overall pick because they did so poorly this year yeah so clearly they're just trying to rack up these good draft picks and rebuild their team um I was expecting them to stick with Sam Darnold and get somebody maybe like a wide receiver or something like that in this draft but now with that second overall pick they will certainly have to pick up a QB to replace Darnold. So I'm very curious 
to see what their next moves are. Yeah, and when that came out that the Jets traded him to the Carolina Panthers, uh, the 49ers and the Washington football team came out and said that they actually were looking at Sam Darnold as well. And we know the Washington football team took Ryan Fitzpatrick from Miami. We talked about that. Yes. But it's interesting. I didn't know that everyone was trying to look at Sam Darnold because I thought he <laughs> stunk. Yeah, like I don't I wouldn't say he was like the worst QB, but I didn't realize he was in that high of demand after having Yes, exactly. Like I was unaware, but I guess like for these other teams, he was the hot commodity, but the Panthers got him. So we'll see how he does. And who he is replaced with, I guess, for the Jets. The Jets get, like, a new Q- QB. I feel like it's every year. It's not, but it feels like it's. they always have a new quarterback. I was, of course, saying, what should we talk about with NBA? And I feel like there wasn't really any big stories or anything major going around. So... I asked my brother to confirm. I was like, Ryan, what's going on in the NBA? And he literally shrugged and said nothing. So I was like, I was like, all right, there's, there's a point. So I really, we really don't have a lot to cover because there's not a whole lot going on. But as we are recording this, the Nets are playing and Kevin Durant has finally come off the bench to start playing again after two months of absence from injury. It's so about time. We need to mention this because this is big news for the Nets, which huge, which I do want to say, we've been talking about how well the Nets are. They are the number one team in their conference. Woo. If anyone didn't know that the Nets are number one, the Knicks are like sixth. I just think that's good news for the Nets. I know that the Philly beat the Knicks by like two points the other night, but Exciting for anyone who is a Nets fan. They finally have like a full team because they have, I was going to say they have a stacked team and then everyone keeps crumbling apart and getting injured. Yeah. But I mean, now they can have that like core four that they wanted after they got Blake Griffin. Core four. Core four. Core four. On the net. Next topic we wanted to mention. um, So the Masters started this Thursday. The biggest thing that people are talking about with the Masters being you know, this starting this week is with Tiger Woods accident. He's not there obviously. And he's usually in the past, such a big part of the masters. So one of the ways they kind of like honored him not being there this year was at the champions dinner. They left the chair open for him where he would normally sit. Um, and he tweeted something to, uh, now I forget which player it was saying that he's sad that he's not running up the tab this year at the dinner on uh, this guy's bill. So he, clearly he's still, you know, able to joke around with it, but it is weird to think of the masters going on without Tiger Woods. Yeah. And with that, they just had the report come out about his accident that Tiger mm. was speeding during it. He was going 87 miles per hour in a 45 Ooh. mile per hour zone. And there was n- the weird thing is that there was no evidence that he braked at all throughout the wreck. Yes. So the thing, though, is he's had, like, a past history of getting arrested for a DUI, which he said had something to do with his medicine. But at the time of the accident, they didn't get a warrant for his blood 
which they could have used to see if he had any drugs or alcohol in the system. I thought that was just like regularly done. Like I thought that they would know that, but apparently they don't, they don't know. And it's just weird because we said this before, but you said it here, like tiger has no memory of the accident. So like, was he unconscious? Like that's like really frightening. Yeah, frightening if he wasn't I, drinking and it's obviously frightening if he was or like well, had yeah. some sort of drug in his system like i don't know i'm i'm concerned yeah i saw something that was like in the turn that he was taking it would have made sense for him to step on the brakes not to accelerate so they're like did he miss like mix it up and accidentally step on the gas instead of the brake but i'm like that sounds a little a little strange but I, I guess you truly never know. And yeah, they didn't give him a sobriety test at the time. So I'm not really sure what the deal is. But going 40 miles above the speed limit is is never good. And he was going 70 miles an hour, 75 miles an hour when he struck the tree. So like he's lucky to be alive. So crazy. Speaking of other athletes who are having, you know, a rough go around right now. Um, we had mentioned Deshaun Watson. Um having a couple, you know, 16 allegations of sexual harassment about at him, not about him. Um, that number has gone up to 22 now. Um, he has 22 separate civil lawsuits against him, along with several other criminal complaints against him. Um, so as a result of that, Nike has dropped him. They have suspended their endorsement deal with him um, amid all of these allegations. They, they are quoted saying, We are deeply concerned by the disturbing allegations and have suspended Deshaun Watson. We will continue to monitor the situation. So, yeah. And just for anyone who didn't listen to us talk about this story two weeks ago, Deshaun Watson is one of the best quarterbacks. Um, He is the quarterback or maybe was right now. He currently is, (laughs) but the quarterback for the Texans um, one of the best quarterbacks, and apparently he's hiring people to t- give him massages and then asking them to touch his bidding inappropriately. Like. Yes, that's what our story was. But yeah, there you go. Nike dropped him. Yep, that Good. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that that adds up. That checks out. That checks on out. And I think we just have to end on like a light note with our locker room for the yes. episode. Um, but really cute that. news. Shaq was in a jewelry store and he saw some guy who was buying an engagement ring and he just purchased it for him. That's so cute. How cute. What love, a nice guy. Love that. A stand up. A stand up fella. I initially, when I saw that you had added the story in, it just said Shaq buys a stranger's engagement ring. And I was like, did he buy it offline? Did he buy someone's old engagement ring? Like, what? Oh. what is Shaq doing? And I Googled it and I was like, oh, wait, this is really cute. He went into the jewelry store to buy earrings and saw this guy wanting to buy an engagement ring and bought the ring for him. What a cutie. Yeah, no, he doesn't just. <laughs> the actual story is that Shaq went up to a random lady <laughs> on the street and gave her a million dollars for her <laughs> ring right off of her hand. That's it's actually funny because if you just read Shaq buys a stranger's engagement ring you could read it like that but it's like no he buys engagement (laughs) ring for a stranger for someone else or for them to propose to their future fiance with want to hear something just to like make this even more of a nice story so in the interview when he was telling like about how he bought the engagement ring 
he was like, yeah, I do this all the time. Like I recently saw a mom shopping for furniture and offered to buy their whole thing, like their whole cart. And the mom had an autistic daughter, bought all of the furniture. Love that. Angel. Love that. Look at we that. We love Shaq. Celebrities making money and giving it back to the people. I love to see it. That is right. Doing good things. Well, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Short and sweet. I think we hit everything. Love it. Love it. Ran right through things. So excited for you. You get to go to a Mets game tomorrow. It's going to be a gorgeous, stunning 70 degree day sunny in New York. And then we get to hang out this weekend. What a treat. The dream, truly. Thank you, everyone, for continuing to listen and keep up with what's going on. And definitely check out our Instagram for more updates to come. We are out of here. here.